How is everybody doing? Welcome to another episode of the Throw It Deep podcast. We are now officially post-draft. It is May 1st. It's about to be a little bit of a dead period, the weird time of the offseason where kind of, you know, you're post-free agency, post-draft, not a whole lot of talking points moving forward, but obviously we got a whole draft to break down. Bryce Young went first overall. Uh, and then after that, it was kind of predictably chaos like we thought. C.J. Stroud ends up going number two, which I don't know if that was shocking, but it certainly, you know, based on the talking points leading up to the draft, I don't know. I I, I know you said he was. I, I didn't think Stroud was going second. Yeah, because um, there were reports that the Texans like Will Anderson, and guess what? They, they ended up with both uh, Stroud and Will Anderson trading up to number three from twelve. Yeah, and I think the biggest winners of round one, just in terms of what they came away with, it's got to be the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, they get their guy in terms of, like, they probably wanted to take Paris Johnson at three, look for some protection for Kyler Murray. And whether you're in on Kyler Murray or not, I don't think either of us are, but, you know, they're tied to him. So it's not like they had the choice of drafting another quarterback. I guess they could have, but they weren't going to. So, they, you know, they were they wanted to take a tackle. So Paris Johnson was their guy, but they're able to move down three spots and then still kind of uh, – get the guy they wanted and then collect the Texans first round pick next year and their third rounder, the first round pick, which is probably going to be still barring CJ Stroud, uh, like having a huge impact rookie year, which I don't think either of us think is going to happen. I, I mean, that's going to be a top five pick next year. Yeah. Um, Cardinals got a ton of value of that. And uh, speaking of the Texans gave up a ton, frankly, too much value to get uh get up to number three there to take Will Anderson. If you were the Texans, would you have and and I know you're not super in on Will Anderson or CJ Stroud for that matter. Like, would you have just taken Will Anderson at two and then bided your time and maybe maybe like because Will Levis would have been available at twelve. Obviously, Hendon Hooker would have been available at twelve. Maybe I I don't know. Let me ask you this: is this because this, this is an interesting question? Like, do you think that CJ Stroud? drops if the Texans don't take him at two or do you think the Colts end up pulling the trigger obviously they take Anthony Richardson at four sure I think I think Stroud would have gone ahead of uh Richardson just as the fact that he's like people consider him the more pro ready guy than uh Richardson but um no he he went to and the Colts got uh Anthony Richardson's fell in their lap so it would be interesting to think like and I, I'm inclined to think probably not but like if the Probably Texans not. didn't take Shroud, like, would one of Shroud or Richardson been available at 12? I don't think so. Um, I think that I'm speaking of falling guys. I was, I was shocked to see Will Levis available at 12, and he went all the way to the second round. So we don't really know. You know, it's all about what these teams want to let out and what they don't. It's it's interesting always every year how the draft shapes up. Like it would be fascinating to know. Like obviously the Seahawks take Devin Witherspoon at five. Like do the Seahawks yeah, like pull the trigger on Anthony Richardson at five if he's there? Do the Raiders pull the trigger on him at seven who take Tyree Wilson if he's there? Or like so I, I'm inclined to think the Texans wouldn't have been able to get one of those guys at twelve. Just like geez, like you give up a lot. And I understand like they got both their guys. Like it's hard to say like you know they lost the draft. I mean they you walk away with two of the top three I mean what people consider to be two of the top three prospects in the draft so like I get it like you know if you're a Texans fan you're not leaving this draft mad you got a quarterback and arguably the best defensive player in the draft so like that's great it's all well and good but golly I mean you give up a lot there's no yeah, I don't know about that 
Yeah. They, they, they really did give up a lot for uh, Will Anderson. And while I, I frankly do think he's going to be a good player, he's not on the level of like these, like these Bosa's, these, these Miles Garrett's, these edge rushers that go top three in the draft. It would so be, I, I think this is, I think this is a lot. I, I really do. And I, I don't be, know if this is. It would be really interesting them. to think uh, whether or not, like say they took Will Anderson too. Like, I guess that it probably cost them even more to move up at that point. Like, like I, I, you know, obviously they walk away with both, so it doesn't... Sure, sure. That's an interesting thing to look at. Because if they like, obviously if they know they're... If the Cardinals know they're trying to get their franchise quarterback, they yeah. probably try to get even more out of them. That's a good yeah. point. So, it, like, I, I mean, at a, cer- at, a, at a certain point, like, you're a bad team. I like the aggressiveness. Like, you know, you get two and you get two of the best prospects sure. in the draft. So I, I can't I can't dump on him for it. I just I don't know how it's gonna work out. We'll we'll see. And I agree with you. I don't think that Will Anderson is going to be Miles Garrett or Nick Bosa. I don't think, frankly, anyone in is Miles Garrett or Nick Bosa. I think that's not really a fair bar to hold guys to. Uh but, third overall top three uh edge rusher now. That's that's frankly the bar. I, I I mean immediate impact. Hey, Miles Garrett, you're talking about like you know, not maybe not Miles Garrett, but the the Bosa brothers certainly. Yeah, um, Chase Young. He, I'd say he hasn't lived up to being the second. Oh, Chase, Chase Young. I mean, he had his he has fifth year option decline. Chase Young, I would say. Yeah, no, it's kind I, of been hasn't. a massive disappointment, honestly. Part of which is due to injuries, but yeah, I I agree. Yeah, I Chase Young was this, uh, you know, consensus like. I know you hate this word, but generational pass rushing prospect. And, uh, you know, if it weren't for Joe Burrow having the season he had, he absolutely would have been the number one pick. I mean, there were Bengals fans that were mad that they took Joe Burrow and and just said, like, let's take Chase Young and draft a quarterback in the second round because he was thought of that highly going into that draft. So that's an interesting thing. But, yeah, Chase Young is like, yeah, no, I I think it's more likely that Will Anderson is Chase Young than he is T.J. Watt or Miles Garrett. But, again, you know, whether you, whether that's fair or not to say, we'll see. I, I mean, I, like I said, I think he's going to be a good NFL player. Guy I think is going to be what a was, go ahead, is, go ahead. is Tyree Wilson uh, to the Raiders. You don't like that pick? Like, and I he's like your typical – Pass rushing prototype, like has all the tools. He's an athletic freak, but not a lot of production. And then he gets drafted to the Raiders. Like it just feels like a typical Raiders bust pick that's not going to work out. Now I see you feel that way about him. What do you think of the Packers taking Van Ness? Feel like those guys are similar prospect. It was such a Packers pick. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we talked about this last week. Uh, you know, when they swapped up to thirteen. And uh, a lot of people were thinking the Packers are getting Jackson Smith and Jigba at 13, and they wanted to jump the Patriots because people thought that's the Patriots guy at 14. And, uh, you know, and I said, like, you know, it's not really the Packers' MO to take offensive players in the first round. They go defense, defense, defense. They always have. Uh, You know, it's part of the reason why Aaron Rodgers isn't a Packer anymore. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, I – can't say I was super shocked by the Van Ness pick. I, I mean, I don't know. I think he'll be a good player. Uh, I was just I'll, – I'll tell you, I mean, you know, from a Patriots perspective, picking 14, I was like – I was pretty happy to see Van Ness come off the board. I didn't really want him for the Patriots at, at 14. I'm sure he'll be a fine player. I, I think Van Ness will be a better player than Tyree Wilson. Uh, we'll see okay. how that pans out. Uh, what, was your, what was your favorite pick of the draft? Uh, or the first round? We'll say we'll keep it to that. Yeah, I mean, can I be biased here? (laughs) (laughs) 
Give me your give me a biased and non biased answer. All right, we well, know the biased answer. The biased answer has to be the Patriots. Uh, I haven't been this happy with a Patriots first round pick in like a decade. Uh, the Patriots trade down from fourteen to seventeen, prevent the Jets from getting offensive line help because. 15, Broderick Jones was the Jets guy at 15, 100%. Uh, Obviously, you don't want the Steelers to get him either, but give him to the Steelers instead of the Jets, fine by me. And then the Commanders take Emmanuel Forbes at 16, who I have no interest in, and you still get Christian Gonzalez at 17. Belichick cooked in the first round. He did did a hell of a job. I, I was pretty thrilled on Thursday night. Very surprising that uh, Gonzalez was available at 17. That was definitely interesting. I do think you're overthinking the whole uh, let's let's trade down so that the Steelers take the Jets guy. I don't I don't think that was on the Patriots' radar at all. But um, let's get to your non-biased favorite pick of this draft. I like Zay Flowers to the Ravens. Uh, sure, I think that was pretty damn good. Um, Four receivers went right in a row. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, which the which twenty also, to twenty three picks. Uh, uh, yeah, kind of also brings me to my least favorite pick. But I'll, let me get your sure. favorite pick of the draft before I before I say that. Yeah, um, I like I like the Eagles getting uh, Jalen Carter all the way at nine. Yeah. Um, I think I think it's one of the best players in this draft, frankly. And then to get him at nine, I know there were some character concerns that uh, Todd McShay pointed out, um, but to get him at nine is pretty absurd. Yeah, I really, I really liked what uh, what the Seahawks did. Uh, the Jalen Carter thing was fantastic. You know what's funny? Like, I don't know if the Bears just had a red flag. Like, because that happens. Like, you take guys off your draft board and, uh, sure. and say, like, we're not taking him. Because the Bears, obviously, who traded down from number one, like, you know, Jalen Carter had to be in play there originally before they traded the pick. And they could have just had him at number nine after trading down. And then they uh, collect, what was it, an extra – fourth rounder next year or something to trade down one spot from nine to 10 from nine. Yeah, to something 10. like that. Yeah. It, it was nothing, uh, nothing super big there. Uh, and then, you know, but you, they could have had Jalen Carter at nine after trading down from one. So I was kind of surprised to see them not just pull the trigger, but I guess they just had a do not draft red flag on them, which you understand. But at the same time, it's like, geez, like really like Jalen Carter, to the Eagles, like, of course it works out that way for them. Sure, yeah. Um, they lost uh, Hargrave, and this is slot, slot Jalen Carter right in there, frankly. Replace him for probably a better player and certainly a cheaper player at this point. And so, Definitely. It, the, yeah, Howie Roseman just continues to cook and then gets Nolan Smith at 31, for also from Georgia. Yeah, and, of course, the Philadelphia Bulldogs, whatever. Keely Ringo, by the way, is terrible, uh, who they got in the yeah. Just, just not simply not a good football player. Uh, you know, Georgia fans, you want to cry about it, it's, it's, cry about it. He's not a good football player. There's a reason why he dropped to the fourth round. If I, I will say, if he switches to safety, uh, there's a chance he could be a really good NFL safety. He will not be a good NFL corner. He doesn't have the oily hips that a uh, that a top cornerback prospect in the NFL draft. That he has no change of direction ability whatsoever. It's why he dropped to the fourth round. Uh, but. Sure. Uh, Again, if he switches to safety, he could end up being a really good player, which if you get a really good safety in the fourth round, Howie Roseman again. Uh, it's annoying how good he is at this. I, I really like the Jackson Smith and Jigba pick to Seattle at 20. Yeah. First receiver off um, the board. They get Devin sure. at five. Yeah, they've got a loaded wide receiver room, honestly, between him, um, 
DK Metcalf and Lockett. So I was a little surprised. I didn't think it was a positional need, but um, I think at twenty, that's that's pretty good value. I was I was I was, I was worried some one of those guys would go like top ten of receiver needy team, but I think this is a good spot for him to uh. Yeah, I, and, and yeah. I don't think it's a pick you make if not for the Russell Wilson trade and you're able to get Witherspoon at five. Like if they're just picking at twenty, I don't think. Sure. They taken Jigba, but it's like a luxury pick because you're able to get Witherspoon at five, uh, which was phenomenal. By the way, I know it's a little bit high, but uh, you know, you know how high I am on Devin Witherspoon. Uh, yeah. You know, if Gonzalez isn't the best in the class, then Witherspoon certainly is, at least you know coming out of the draft or going into the draft. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think if you didn't have that pick at five, you don't take in Jigba at twenty. I have to think that Lockett probably is on his way out at some point here. I don't know what his contract situation is. I remember he was thrown around in trade rumors uh we'll see he's got one more year left on his okay. deal. yeah so, totally sure about that. well there you go um yeah. similar situation to the Bengals who grab uh one of my favorite players in the draft in the fourth round charlie jones uh white guy out of purdue who had just a monster season this year yeah. absolutely, absolutely like really good football player and uh tyler boyd i believe is entering a contract the year so you can just see it is he a is he a senior bowl guy by any chance? He is a senior bowl guy, yes. There you go. There you go. He also he also just had a monster season for Purdue this year. He put up like fourteen hundred yards. Really good kick return or two. Uh he's Michael he's, spent Michael spent a lot of time covering the senior bowl a few weeks uh, ago. So. Yeah, no, no big no big deal. Oh, no, no, I love it. Yeah, like, one of those senior yeah, bowl guys. Charlie Jones was a guy I was familiar with during the season just because Got he, it, got it. He was putting up like undeniable like number just he had like 125 catches this year or something he he was one of the best players in the big 10 uh and again like i think he had four punt return touchdowns or something like that really really, really? football player yeah i really wanted the patriots to get him but we waited too long and uh you know we did get two receivers late uh Kayshawn Butte from lsu who i guess is a high ceiling pick in the sixth round he had a Boys, he had a fall from grace. You know, he was he had a monster season in 2021 and it's just fallen off from there. There are some character concerns there. And then we got what scouts, what Patriot scouts I read on Twitter have described as day three Zay Flowers in Demario Douglas of Liberty, who, by the way, had his best games against Power Five competition. So take that as you will. Uh, but you know, Demario Douglas from Liberty, remember that name, little uh, little, sure. little slot gadget guy for the Pats. So we'll see if uh, we'll see if he ends up being anything special there but uh yeah I, I mean in terms you gotta say the eagles won the draft I, I i like as much as i hate to say it and as annoying as that is like they killed it uh they they, they definitely killed it yeah they had, they had a nice first round um i was gonna ask what is your least favorite pick of the draft least favorite pick of the draft yeah no it's easy for me uh quentin johnston <laughs> 22 to uh, wow. uh for a couple of reasons. One, I'm just not high on Quentin Johnston. I, I didn't think I didn't. They actually double dipped at TCU receivers. They got another guy in the middle of the draft. They did. They did. I can't remember what his name is. Uh, but yeah, they double dipped at TCU receivers and then the Chargers GM. <laughs> he, had, he had a quote after the draft. He came out and said, yeah, like TCU is a great program. It's like, it's just like uh taking a lot of guys from Alabama or Georgia. Well, uh, apparently he didn't watch the national championship because TCU lost <laughs> 58 to Georgia. Uh, but anyway, no, Quentin Johnston, like he could be an okay NFL receiver, but like what has the Chargers issue been on offense? It's like lack of speed. And Quentin Johnston's not like, 
He's not like slow, slow. He's not slow. He's like a big bodied go up and get it type guy. And like they have that in Mike Williams. You pass on Jordan Addison and take Quentin Johnson. You pass on Zay Flowers and Jordan Addison. I I just, I didn't get it. It, it, That was a head scratcher to me. The the individual player is one thing, but I do like them going receiver. I think uh, I think they I need too. somebody I besides just, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. I I don't disagree with you in terms of like positional need. I just I don't get it. I, why him when with Flowers and Addison on the board? I mean I I don't know. I obviously these scouts know more than me do do more work than me but i i feel like they make it more difficult than it is like oh quinton johnston he was on the national championship team like i'm in he he he, he struggled to create separation in the big 12 uh that that is a fact of the matter uh jordan addison is a former boletnikoff guy i think he's not going to struggle to create separation zay flowers is the best route runner in this class uh, and again the offense has lacked speed for a couple of years now and they take like another kind of big bodied oaf guy I, I i just don't get it i don't know if he's an oaf but i i, I see where you're coming from uh, what about you what was your least favorite pick my least favorite pick was b john robinson to the atlanta falcons um, this is this is a team with not only are you taking a running back eighth overall, which has proved to be foolish over the years. You're the Atlanta Falcons. You're you're a team with a lot of holes, putting it lightly. Um, you could have gone a lot of different ways with this pick. Um, this was probably the least productive way to spend this pick. B. John Robinson becomes a fat, fascinating fantasy football option, but um, he he will not help the Atlanta Falcons reach the playoffs. Uh searching for a pushback here i'm gonna push back a little bit because i mean here i mean we talked about Bijan robinson and obviously i agree with you in terms of taking him top 10 especially to the falcons like i wouldn't have said it was a bad pick if the eagles had taken Bijan robinson especially if, say jalen carter went to the falcons eighth like probably should have happened uh like i would have been okay with that but yeah, uh, you're the Falcons who have struggled really with a, a, a bottom of the barrel defense for the better part of the last decade, and you t- you have a thousand yard rookie rusher last year. You still have Cordero Patterson who you're paying, and ugh, to take these, it, it's a head scratcher. Like if I'm a Falcons fan, and I was actually talking to a Falcons fan about this on the golf course yesterday, he was like. Yeah, like it's exciting and like I like it'll be cool, I guess, but like what are we doing here? He'll sell tickets. <laughs> like Yeah. He's I mean, gonna be I, like you can't deny like he's going to be a really good player. Sure. And from a as again, from a fantasy standpoint, from a selling tickets standpoint, I get it. But if you're trying to win football games, this move makes no sense. None. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't disagree with you on that. Like, as much as I like the player, I just, like, the fit and how high he was taken was was tough. Sure. Uh, like, like to again, to a team, like, we're talking about the same team that took a tight end top five uh, two years ago. So Yeah, how's that, how's that looking? <laughs> yeah, it, it's not looking yeah. good. And, again, I, I think that's more of an indictment on the uh, coaching and, and uh, ability to use the player rather than the player itself. Because I do – I'm still sure. a Kyle Pitts uh, – 
but like as a top five pick, uh, I mean, bad quarterback play certainly hasn't helped that either, but geez, it's like uh, all these guys like, Ooh, exciting, flashy pick, but like they're a bad football team. They're going to continue to be a bad football team. They did have a nice free agency period. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Like they should improve. Uh, but like, yeah. Every other t- the problem is too. I mean, besides maybe the uh, obviously the Bucks, uh, every other team in that division got better as well. So yeah, uh, like let's talk about the Panthers too for a second. Hold on, you touched on. Uh, I just want to get in this in here. You touched on Bijan uh, to the uh, Eagles would not have been a bad pick. They end up with uh, DeAndre Swift. They uh, <laughs> made a little trade there. Yes, I don't, know if have, yeah. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. It's pretty. So I'd sneak that in there. It's not a, not a big deal, but. Yeah, uh, I think to if you're an Eagles fan, like overreacting and freaking out, saying, "Oh my God, we got DeAndre Swift," is silly. But uh, very silly. It's a typical Howie Roseman. Like, I mean, they gave up a fourth round pick in 2025, which is two years from now, uh, for a guy who could potentially be pretty good in their offense. And by the way, if they don't re-sign him, they get that pick back. Uh, so, like, wh- why wouldn't you make that move? Well, you don't make that move because he's a bad running back. He's He hasn't been a good running back since he's entered the league. You said this is typical Howie Roseman. This is atypical Howie Roseman. I was shocked the Eagles would make this kind of move. What, what is the downside here? Well, he's not a good running back, and he's going to take touches away from the better running backs on their team. I mean, I don't think you can have enough cheap uh, running backs on your team. Well, they've got four or five of them. And he all, he's going to he take all, touches away from Penny and all these other guys. And that's, I think that's, we're, a, that's I think a tragedy. I, I think the Eagles offense will live with DeAndre Swift taking some touches away from Rashad. They'll live, but it'll, it'll, they'll live a little less comfortably. Swift also offers value as a pass catcher and also was injured for Which a Which is while. true. Uh, so, I, you know, again, I lost I, his job to uh, Jamal Williams. And Jamal Williams had a phenomenal season last year. Yes, he did. So, you know, I think to to call this a dumb move from the Eagles is foolish. Again, they gave up nothing uh, to add a, it is a, dumb. a piece to their offense. But a, anyway. A bad running back. They well, added a bad running back. We'll, we'll move on from that. Uh, <laughs> I can't even remember where I was, where I was going. You want to go to Carolina? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, obviously, you add Bryce Young first overall. We knew that was happening. Uh, they added also a guy who I think – has the potential to be the best receiver in the class in Jonathan Mingo. I'm very, wow. very, very high. Very in on the, the kid from Ole Miss. Yeah, yeah. I think Again, like, we talked about him a little bit. We talked about him on the show in the afternoon. Uh, you know, I think he's got a rare blend of size and speed. Like, again, like in that A.J. Brown type of mold. Uh, you know, they, they Panthers have done a nice job. Uh, it's not – I'm, you know, not going to sit here and say they're contenders in the NFC. But, like, with that division – if Bryce Young has a good rookie year, there's no reason they can't compete to win that division this year. Sure, yeah, um, and and most of that, honestly, I'm I don't I don't think they're going to win this division. But to say that they they can't compete is a stretch. They because there's not a lot of other talent in this division. I'd say the Saints are the favorites, but um, by I how guess. much really? Like, yeah, like uh, by default, I guess the Saints are the favorites. Like again, every team besides the Bucks got better. Like when you say like, yeah, like Atlanta took Bijan, but they also had a good free agency. Like I do think they got better this off season. Uh, and I think Carolina got a lot better. Uh, so we'll see what happens, but yeah, they add Jonathan Minga. I, you know, I, I really think 
the Panthers had a very nice little draft and, you know, we'll see how it pans out for them, but Bryce, Bryce and Mingo and Adam Thielen, you know, that's an offense right there. <laughs> it's exciting. It's exciting. I don't, I don't think it's winning any divisions anytime soon, but it's again it's the worst division in football. So, so we'll see what happens. When's there. the last time a rookie QB has been competitive, like in Andrew Luck, like so you, so you mm. can argue Kenny Pickett last year, but he wasn't winning that division. Yeah. Uh, I'd have to look. Uh, a rookie. It's Andrew Luck. That's the last time it's been like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, again, I, I think this is. It could it. happen. But... I, I think this is a special case just because the NFC South is so bad. And the Panthers, you know, Panthers won seven games last year with one of the worst quarterback situations in the league. Uh, so, you know, it's not far-fetched to say they could win nine this year, which might be enough to get it done. So, you know, uh, yeah, and like, again, Bryce that Young, defense really came on strong end of last year. So, so they'll need yeah, that. They, they retained pretty much the whole team. I don't think they really lost a lot of guys. I think well, they, they lost, they lost DJ in that yeah, trade with the, yeah. the Bears. Well, yeah, obviously on offense, you lose DJ more, but you know, bring in Mingo to replace it. They just got to keep building around Bryce Young, give him, sure. some, give him some targets. And, uh, you know, I, I like the track the Panthers are on at the very end. Okay. So we'll, we'll see, uh, we'll see what happens from there. Uh, another team whose draft I liked, uh, <laughs> well, their draft was interesting. The Detroit, okay. we'll, 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 we'll talk about, uh, let, let's talk about, I, I, about I disagree with that. Let's talk Behemoth. about, yeah. So, um, clearly they weren't into, uh, Deandre Swift, which is why they, uh, took a running back. 12 overall, and not the running back everybody was expecting to go in the first round, uh, Jameer Gibbs, who is second fiddle to Bijan, but uh, he's still a pretty good player. But uh, 12th overall is way too high for him. And then they took a uh, coverage linebacker in with their uh, second pick in the first round. I believe that was 18 overall. Yeah. Uh, Jack Campbell out of Iowa. Uh, pretty pretty, a, dis- pretty disgusting first round. In my I don't opinion. have a whole lot to say about the Jack Campbell pick. Um you know, I'm sure he'll be a fine player. Lions, like, I kind of – I saw someone make a good point that um, the Lions kind of – They are got, ready to win now. They're ready to win now. That, that's the issue. I think they kind of got caught in the trap of the first round of, like, drafting the who they thought are the best player on the board rather than drafting for team need. And, uh, you know, like, they're a team ready to win now, and, like, teams ready to win now draft for team need, and they're drafting, like, they're still a rebuilding team where just, like, draft the guy you think is the best and, and plug and plug a hole. Like, so I, I, I thought that was an interesting point. But I do think Gibbs is going to be phenomenal, at least for four or five years. Uh, so we'll see what ha- – I think, you know, uh, if you're going to draft a guy, a running back in the first round, they damn better offer value as a pass catcher, which Gibbs obviously does. Uh, you can make the argument that not even make the argument. He was Alabama's most productive receiver last year. Uh, so sure. I mean, he, he certainly brings value in that area. Uh, really, Gibbs is what Gibbs is what they wanted uh, DeAndre Swift to be. And, yeah. Uh, he's not that. So. Fair enough. Um, really, really loved the Sam Laporta pick earlier sure. round from them. Uh, I, I knew he was good. I didn't think he would go that early in what was a really strong tight yeah, end. Yeah. He went above uh, the Notre Dame kid, Michael Mayer, yeah. right? Yeah, he went above. He went above a lot of guys that were supposed to be wow. really good. I mean, Laporte is good though. He he's going. Okay. To- yep. Uh, I was I was high on him. I just didn't think he would go that high. Uh, love the Brian Branch pick in the second round. He's going to be a good NFL player. Could have been a first round guy very easily. Uh, then they get Hendon Hooker in the third round, which another pick I loved. Yeah. No, I like that too. I like the. Uh, that's a good value. I was people were 
there was Hendon Hooker late first round talk earlier yeah. in this draft, which was kind of a little, little aggressive for me. But uh, to get him in the third round, I think it's a good value pick. Um, they still seem committed to Jared Goff, but um, obviously you want backup quarterbacks are important in this league. And uh, Hendon Hooker will get some time to develop. And maybe he will become the guy. You know, we could have a Wentz-Hurts situation. You never know, you know. That's why I like taking these quarterback day two quarterbacks. I think it's a good yeah. move. Yeah, I, 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 heck, I wanted uh, I wanted Hendon Hooker on day two when, once he dropped. Like I, I, I thought that would have been great for the Patriots, but uh, you know, Hooker is uh, I, I think he has the cape, especially like in that's a perfect situation for him. Like he's not gonna have to come in and play right away. Uh, like he's in a really good spot. I bet the Rams would have taken him. Uh, they were right after the Lions in that order. I think it was Stetson Bennett was, yeah. is a Ram. Yes, yes, they ended up with Stetson Bennett, which uh, in the fourth, I thought that was a little early, but um, I guess they, they liked what they saw. Yeah, my dad texted me, great pick. He's a winner, whatever that means. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> you know, winner, winners go and uh, get arrested uh, for public intoxication during the pre-draft process. So that That's a winner to me, uh, but... <laughs> Got a rag on Stetson a little bit, but anyway, uh, the other team sure. I thought had a, really a lot good. of Georgia love in this and today. Yeah, so you yeah, gotta get yeah. Your... Right, rightfully so. They're back-to-back national champions. You know, I'm not gonna dump on Georgia. There's nothing really to say. Um, you know, not a bad strategy from the Eagles, no doubt about it. Another team I thought had a really good draft: the Steelers. I thought the Steelers kind of killed it. Um, you trade up in the first round above the Jets to get Broderick Jones, who was probably the best tackle on the board. Uh, he fixated on the fact that the Jets did not get this Broderick Jones. The Jets were going to take him at 15. He was their guy at 15. Joe Douglas panicked yeah. and reached on, a, reached on Will McDonald, which, you know, just couldn't have been more perfect. Uh, you know, Bel- just Belichick chess right there. Uh, great stuff. Yeah. But no, it, in all seriousness. I think, think you're reaching a little bit. But, uh, I, 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 really don't, I really don't think I am. But uh, right. you let the Steelers get – again, the Steelers – looking at the Steelers, they get Broderick Jones in the first round, then Joey Porter in the second round, which, like, is a 30-second pick, so, like, essentially late in the first round. Sure. Yeah, um, everybody thought he was going to go earlier. Yeah, I mean, I think it was just the strength of the corner class, although I would have taken him over Emmanuel Forbes. Uh, so, you know, think what you will about sure. that. Uh, but what then, about um, Deontay Banks? That he went like twenty fifth. Yeah, Giants, I like I, I like Banks. That, that was my favorite. I like that pick too. Yeah. They take Jalen Hyatt in the third round, which like value wise is fine. I don't think Jalen Hyatt is going to be a good NFL player. And, you know, you can say I'm a bitter Alabama fan on that, but I I just you know he's kind of a go route merchant and it's not really short, sure. really elite at anything. So we'll see if uh, we'll see if I'm wrong on that. I really don't think I am. Again, the the other Tennessee receiver, Cedric Tillman, who's definitely more of a big bodied, like prototypical NFL receiver. He was hurt a lot this year. He was like first team all SEC before he got hurt a lot this year. Uh, he went the pick. Where did he go? He, I can't remember the team. He went the pick right after Jalen Hyatt, which I just thought was like poetic because I think he's a lot better of a player than Jalen Hyatt. Uh, I can't sure. remember the team off the top of my head. Look that up. He uh, went to the uh, Cleveland Browns. Okay, yeah. So that you know, nice little pick for Cleveland there. And certainly, I think going to be a better player than Jalen Hyatt. We'll see if I'm wrong on that. But there's a reason why Jalen Hyatt was talked about as a first round pick and dropped to the third round. It is what it is. Sure. Uh, but the Steelers also add Darnell Washington late after, you know, like 10 tight ends come off the board. Rappaport said, like, there might have been a bad medical on him. Like, he's got bad knees or something like that, which, like, for a big yeah. player like that is not great. A little concerning. Hear. But 
there was also like this is a tight end rich class and like 10 guys went before him it's like why not take a shot on washington i guess yeah that's why those guys go like late like that there's concerns but there's also the like risk and rewards side of the coin you know yeah, so I, I kind of just thought the Steelers did a really good job. You get Kenny Pickett some protection. You get, you know, a, a tight end late, uh, or at least a tight end who could have gotten a lot earlier late. You get a little bit of uh, stout. Help in the secondary. Yeah, yeah, secondary as well, as well as, uh, you know, a D-tackle from Wisconsin in the second round, a little bit of stoutness along that defensive line. So I, I really did like what the Steelers did. Um, was there any any other teams that whose drafts you particularly like before we wrap up here? I'd say the Tennessee Titans. Um, I, think I, I think they had a good draft. Obviously, they get uh, Will Levis at the uh, top of the second round, which uh, everybody's talking about. Uh, I, think, I, I, think a good, I think that's good value. Um, I do. We really don't know what's happened with these guys. And to, if you were to tell me one of those guys was going to be available, one of those four quarterbacks would be available in the second round. I'd tell you, you should, most teams should probably take a swing on that. And they, and they did. Um, and with their first round pick, they took uh, Peter Skaronsky, the, uh, the tackle out of uh, Northwestern. Yeah. He might uh, play think, guard, but he's going to be a good NFL line. Sure. Yeah. Regardless, uh, I think he's going to be a good player um, wherever they put him. But um, I think, I think they had a nice rep. Yeah, I just uh, golly, that quarterback room is so gross. Like Tannehill, Willis, Levis, like just, just a. Gross. Well, clearly, it's it's not a it's not a sign of faith in Malik Willis. That uh, obviously, early, but, I'll tell you what, I'm willing to bet the quarterback of the future is not currently in Tennessee. Yeah, that that's that. Wow, I'm, you're not not a believer, huh? Not a believer in any of the three. I, any I, of the three, just a kind of a gross room, but overall a decent draft. I, I, I know you said you didn't like the Kincaid pick for the Bills. Uh, I, I mean, yeah. First round tight ends in general, think what you want, but I do think Kincaid. Not gone well. Best in the draft and like a weapon for Josh Allen. I described him kind of like as Dawson Knox, if Dawson Knox was actually really good, uh, I think is what Kincaid is going to be for the Bills. Uh, so I, I don't know. I think he's going to be a pain in the ass to deal with for the for the Patriots and the rest of the AFC East for the next decade, which is going to be annoying. He's a good player. He's- these tight ends don't—they uh, don't produce like right away, frankly. Like these other positions, uh, when you take the pass ca- so. I think the pass catching ones will. Uh, like Kincaid is really faster than a blocker. We'll see. Uh, you well, know. they haven't—they haven't in the past. So we'll, maybe maybe Kincaid's the exception. Yeah, we'll see. All right, we're about out of time here, so we'll uh, we'll get back to it. Probably won't be a show next week. I'm taking next week off, but uh, we're going to get into some off-season stuff coming up. We'll start doing some divisional previews now that the uh, picture is starting to become more clear. Uh, so some good, exciting stuff coming at you guys. Appreciate you listening. Thanks for listening, guys.